Welcome to a day of prayer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Together, let's engage in relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and His Word. Good morning, everybody. My name is Layla, and you're listening to A Day of Prayers Morning Bible Study. We're so glad you could join us this morning, but before we get into the Word, let's take a moment and pray. God, I thank you for today, and I just thank you for all the good things that you've done for us, Lord, for this time in the Word. We thank you for the beautiful things that you've made for our enjoyment, Lord, the flowers, the trees, the fruits, um, and all the produce of the earth, Lord. We just thank you for those good things, and we thank you that you care for us and that you're watching over each and every one of us, Lord, and you're keeping those things that we commit to you. So we just thank you for our partners and our listeners, and we thank you for this time together in the word. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. And amen. Well, good morning and welcome, everyone. We are glad to have you with us today. We're excited to continue our discussion in and study in the book of Acts. We're still in chapter 18 and going through verses 1 through 17. So I want to encourage you, if it's your first time joining us, to take the time and opportunity at this moment to pause this episode and just read that section of scripture. And that way it'll help enable you to follow along in the discussion. Amen. 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 All right. So at this time, I want to open the floor to each of you to share what the Holy Spirit speaking and ministering to you and to ask any questions that you have. So who'd like to begin? I will. All right, honey, honey. Um, in between the podcast episodes, I was reflecting and remarking on Sosthenes and um, Galilee, Galileo. I'm sorry, what you kind of call him Galileo, but <laughs> Galileo um, in between. And it re- Galileo's response reminded me kind of of my response as a parent, you know, when my children come and they're trying to squabble and bring me into mm-hmm. their squabble. And they're not really talking about anything that I've said is a rule or that you said, honey, is a rule for the household <laughs> or violating the God, God's word or anything like that. But it's just something that they're bickering about amongst themselves. And I put my hand up and go, uh-uh, I don't want to hear that, you know, yeah, and, absolutely. And, and send them away to be quiet and, you know, Reflect on some things. Reflect and be at, at peace with each other and just move on. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, for for Sosthenes, I saw that kind of a similar situation. And while we don't allow you guys to physically fight with each other or even bicker with each other in our household, Sosthenes kind of got a spanking here. And it wasn't God sending the spanking. Sosthenes sent that himself by aligning himself with the adversary. What was the spanking? He got beat down. Well, yeah, he got, yeah, he got a, he got a beat down. Yeah, he got some of the goodness, if you will, from some people. Yeah, I mean, just he got some tough love. Right, but I, I believe the Lord took that opportunity to speak to him and say, "This is what you intended for Paul." Mm-hmm. You know, he he got some boo boos in there, some owies, little little rib punches, and black eye maybe, and the pain that he was intending for Paul to experience. He fell into the trap himself, but even through that, the Lord was able to minister to him and say, hey, 
why are you kicking against the goads? You know, Paul needed to be knocked off his, his horse or out of his buggy, you know, and hear from the Lord or off his feet if that, if he were walking on the road to Damascus, whatever it was, and the Lord ministered to him there. But Sosthenes, I'm sure this was quite the eye opener for him that he was beaten in this regard and just realizing the hardness of his heart and trying to lay this same, this very same trap for Paul, but then God taking the opportunity to minister. But then also what stood out to me is when I read, um, is the seeds being sown? I, I, when I read or think about Mark chapter four, and I'll, I'll just read it to you real quickly. I often don't see it the way it's actually going forth, but I see it in a, a, a different kind of way. And it, it's disillusioning as a believer. And I'll, I'll explain a little bit more in just a moment after I read this. It says the, this is Mark 4, verse 14 um, through 20. It says, The sower sows the word, and these are the ones by the wayside where the word is sown. When they hear, Satan comes immediately and takes away the word that was sown in their hearts. These likewise are the ones sown on stony ground who, when they hear the word, immediately receive it with gladness, and they have no root in themselves, and so endure for a time. Afterward, when tribulation or persecution arises for the word's sake, immediately they stumble. Now these are the ones sown among thorns. They are the ones who hear the word, and the cares of this world, the the deceitfulness of riches, and the desire for other things entering in choke the word, and it becomes unfruitful. But these are the ones sown on good ground, who hear the word, accept it, and bear fruit, some thirtyfold, some sixty, and some a hundred. Well, when I typically read that, I focus more so on the the ground, if mm-hmm. you will, the, the heart, the people who are receiving the word. And I don't often focus on the sower, because I'm automatically thinking, oh, well, that's God sowing from heaven, you know, and I... I see it in that way. He's the big sower. And then I always anticipate that it's a, you know, I see it a bright, sunshiny day. There's not a, a rain cloud in the sky. You know, there's no wind. Everything is perfectly calm. And he's just doing, sowing his, you know, sowing the word as as God or the Lord Jesus Christ doing it, who is God. Um, but I don't, I don't believe that's an accurate perception of that scripture for what's happening to the sower, because as, as Christ is, in this world, so are we. He's seated at the right hand of the Father right now, and he's left to us the job and the business of preaching the word of God, which is sowing the word. Preaching the gospel is sowing the word. And as I, the more we read here in Acts and we look at Paul's life and we look at the life of the other disciples and how they were treated, I'm beginning to see more and more that it wasn't a bright sunshiny day that the sower was sowing the word on. But it was wind, it was rain, it was hard conditions and circumstances coming against mm-hmm. the sower that, you know, were trying to per- persist against him being able to deposit the word. Um, just like Paul being told by the Lord in um, verses 8 and 9 of Acts 18 that don't be afraid, go speak, keep sowing the word, right? Speak and don't keep silent. He's telling them to preach the gospel. For I'm with you and no one will attack you to hurt you. For I have many people in the city. And as Paul was sowing the word, he met exactly what the Lord describes. And 
it's still taking time for that to resonate in my heart when the Lord says they are, they are going to beat you. They are going to throw you out of the synagogue. They're going to disown you. They're going to kill you thinking they're doing God a favor. They will persecute you because they persecuted me. You know, sometimes I categorize it in my mind and go, oh, that was Jesus. <laughs> you took all that, Lord. <laughs> hallelujah. And I'm just going to go on smooth sailing. It's smooth sailing for me from here on out. And then, and that's not a right perspective because he told us plainly, while we don't take the penalty of sin, we are his body in the earth carrying out the work. And the same way our master was treated is the same way that we have been or will be treated. The world is not going to accept us. And the, by the world, I mean people who have determined in their heart that they want to go the way of perishing. And um, I believe it's Romans that says, to those who are choosing life, we carry the fragrance of mm-hmm. life. We are the fragrance of God in the earth. To those who are coming to life, we smell like life. To those who are going to death, we smell like death. In other words, the people who will choose Christ love the fragrance of Jesus on us. They want to hear the word. They want to be fed. They want to come. The ones who have pitted in their heart and made a determination that they want to go to hell, we stink to them. We are repugnant and they want to get away from us or kill us as soon as they can. And persecute or whatever, you know, either one of those things that would fall into that. But what I'm seeing in Sosthenes here is that initially he was providing the wind to pl- to blow against the, the sower. Initially he was of the way of persecuting, right? And Paul was sowing and he wasn't, it wasn't sweet and peachy keen. Or going back to what you were saying about the t- the types of soil, mm-hmm. you could say it was rocks. Some mm-hmm. fellow among the rocks, right? He and was he was very hard hearted here. You, mm-hmm. I mean, clearly. Mm-hmm. And Sosthenes was that stony ground, but eventually he became the good ground. So I mean, that's hope on that side as well. Mm-hmm. Um, if you start off stony, <laughs> you can still have a possibility to become good ground. I was stony ground at once. I think I went probably so, through all these phases. Um, I think we've all been through those phases. All of maybe, the phases described. And, and and when you look at it with areas and aspects of our lives, I think we've we've all been through each of those multiple times, maybe depending <laughs> on which area, them. right? Yeah, and I'm very yeah. That's you true. can receive the Topics. Lord here, but then you don't want the Lord to to touch this over there, touch that one, yeah. right? That area and aspect of your life, and mm-hmm. until mm-hmm. we finally go, all right, Lord, I. I submit this to you and Mm -hmm. I give it over to you and and we start the tilling process. Amen. And so just, we are both the ground that's being prepared for the Lord and we're sowers of the word Mm -hmm. because the commission to preach the gospel to the ends of the earth was to all who would believe, not just the disciples, because why would the Lord say that? And, you know, he knew that they wouldn't reach like the Americas, for example, or Australia where people would be for some time. He knew that. So it's clear that it's for the believers today to continue that work until the Lord returns, until he's satisfied. But also just to understand, you know, the both sides of it. We're doing the work and we're being worked on. (laughs) We're being worked on and we're doing the work. And all of those, it's never just a stagnant, perfect day situation. Maybe sometimes it will be. Sometimes people will receive the word with gladness. Sometimes nobody be lurking in the bushes to report it on social media and, you know, all those other kind of things to to be a vessel used by the adversary. But we should be prepared and ready to go forward looking for the well done coming from our father and not being afraid of circumstances that don't appear easy. Exactly. And also giving ourselves grace. 
If you find out, you examine your heart, you look at the word, you hear Lord coming to you and you resist him and you, you realize your heart is stony. Okay. Acknowledge that, recognize it, but don't stay there. Say, okay, Lord, let me progress to you. And I know where I'm supposed to be. I know I'm supposed to be good ground. So let me keep walking to you until I get to being a good ground in this area. I'm a good ground when it comes to salvation, but maybe I'm not a good ground in forgiveness or I'm good ground in forgiveness, but maybe I'm not a good ground in healing. Well, now I've, I've got three of these out the way. Let's move on to, you know, the next one being uh, bearing my brother's burdens or Mm -hmm. um, being compassionate. Let me work on that. If I'm still forgiveness or <laughs> oh yeah. I, I did say forgiveness. You did, um, yes. Yeah, all of that and progress through until we look like Jesus Christ wants us to look, mm-hmm. until we are conformed to his image, not Paul's, not Peter's, not the Apostle John's, not your mom or your dad, but to Christ's image, because he is your creator and he's the only one who knows what you are to be and supposed to look like. There's foundational things in the word that we're all gonna have in common and your unique identity in Christ can only be found and completed in him. So just that grace to keep going and the faithfulness to keep going and, um, you know, not condemning ourselves. Amen. There's therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who, who are called, who are called according to his purpose, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit, the Lord knew that you and I would have hard places in our life, that he would have to take a little bit more time to penetrate and break through. But once we realize it, we don't have to make him tunnel to the center of the earth to reach us. We can say, okay, God, I'm coming to you on this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to meet you in your journey to meet me on this. Minister to my heart, Lord, in this area until it, it is all fully and finely tilled, until it is all ready in preparing the word and receiving the word of God with gladness and producing the fruit that it's supposed to be. And then we can turn and impart that to others as they are going on their journey. Amen. Uh, you bring up some great points. Uh, and, uh, you know, I'll, I'll say in that, there's a lot of, or should be, a lot of encouragement for those that are sowing the seed, right? Paul says, one one sows, another waters, right? Mm-hmm. But everything, that the kingdom is preached, right? Mm-hmm. So, a lot of times we people like to look at the situation and circumstances mm-hmm. and go, oh man, this this place is really open for the Lord or or mm-hmm. the, the opposite, right? So mm-hmm. ten, many tend to notice the the negative things first, right? Oh man, mm-hmm. this this place is just in opposition to the to the gospel. Mm-hmm. But in looking even at in this, right, with Sosthenes and with what you were saying about the types of soil, everybody had the opportunity. They received the kingdom, all right? The Lord describes that mustard seed or the seed sown as either faith and or the kingdom of heaven, mm-hmm. depending on the parable and where you're reading. And each one's received it, regardless of the type of ground the people are or where they're at in the moment. So I just want to encourage those that are ministering the gospel and I think that's what you're also trying to do here, hunting, is mm-hmm. encourage them to not focus on the type of soil because there's no way you could look at Sosthenes from here and what happened and what happened to him mm-hmm. and think, oh, yeah, he's definitely going to join the faith. He's going to turn into good ground later on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but the same could be said about Paul, right. who's who's ministering to him, mm-hmm. right, and and countless others. I mean, even myself, right, you and, and I, right? I mean, I'll say it for myself, right, but, you know, 
we all have to look at those things. Mm-hmm. But the, yet the word was still preached. The kingdom was still planted. We had the opportunity mm-hmm. to do something with it, to, mm-hmm. to break up the ground and bring it to a place where, okay, it's soft and it will bear fruit or to allow it to be snatched up or taken up or eaten or mm-hmm. choked out or, or whatever the case is. Right. And as ministers of the gospel, our job is not to judge the ground, but to sow the word. Amen. As the Lord commands us in whatever circumstance we find ourselves in, just sow the word, sow the word, sow the word, do what God tells us to do. That's the key. Amen. And, you know, it amazes me how God can transition and take, he's like, I got it. Thanks. I'm good. Yep. He's he's trying to kill you today, but tomorrow I'll take care of this. It's all going to be okay. And he's going to be on your side in a moment. And that is the miracle and the mercy of our God Amen. to be able to do that. So I know like when I go and visit relatives that haven't seen me since I was a younger, younger person, they are flabbergasted. I mean, all but speechless to go, you you know, we remember you. We know who you used to be. <laughs> we we remember X, Y, and Z about you. And to talk with me and meet with me today, they don't even realize that I'm the same person. I look like her, but mm-hmm. act very differently. And I, my heart is very different than who I was back then. I was very stony ground. Um, and all of them probably, except for the good ground, all combined, absorbed with other things that didn't mean anything, um, carnal pursuits and you name it but what god can do with his word is his business so you know being on the one receiving have encouragement god can help you too on the one sowing mm-hmm. be encouraged god can do with the what seems like the hardest and rocky places he can bring forth his change and his his direction so Amen. but you see that throughout scripture as well right where he says i'll take the desert and make it pools of water Amen. right so so you we see this, and the Lord tells us about this throughout the Word, right? So don't focus on the ground. Don't focus on the situation. Don't focus on the circumstances. Focus on the Lord. Amen. Examine ourselves to ensure that we are just doing what He has told us to do, what He's led us to do through Holy Spirit. And, doing and trust it. the results, or mm-hmm. I'll say, trust Him with the results, or leave the results up to Him. Amen. And doing it with gladness in our heart and looking unto Jesus as the author and finisher and rewarder of our faith. I know that's a combination of two separate scriptures in Hebrews, but they go together. He's not only the one who finishes the task, but he's the one who rewards us. Um, So keeping keeping that in mind and just understanding his character and rejoicing in it gives us hope and endurance to finish the course. Amen. Anyone else? No. All right. Well, then let's pause there for today. And uh, with that, can I get a volunteer to close this out in prayer, please? I will. All right, promise. Lord, just thank you for today. Just thank you for coming us, coming to us in a way that we understand, Lord. And Lord, I also just thank you for just giving us the opportunity to hear you, Lord, so that we're not left to our own devices, Lord. Lord, I also just thank you for giving the listeners an opportunity to hear your word, Lord, and just allowing it the word to not only apply to listeners, but also to us, Lord. In the name of Jesus, amen. In Jesus' amen. name, amen. And amen. Well, we love you, God bless you, and have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer. 
We trust the Lord that you are strengthened and encouraged in your relationship with Christ. Visit us on our website, adayofprayer.org, where you can check out our blog, find additional study resources, or shop the official A Day of Prayer store. Remember, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So until next time, take care and God bless you.